Thank you for choosing to listen to the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. We are thrilled to be sponsored by Vincere, a global ATS system that truly transforms the experience of every single user in the recruitment industry. We are also really proud to be partners to Needy, the bespoke gift matching service using psychology and AI to, to remove boring gifts and experiences. We'll tell you more about them later in the show. And we are also very proud to partner Inclusion Crowd, the diversity and inclusion specialist for the recruitment industry, something that you all need to know about. But again, more information later on in the show. Thank you for choosing to listen. Remember to click the subscribe or follow button so you'll be alerted to any new episodes that we release on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. But enough of this, let's jump into this week's guest. As we launch the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast for 2023, if you're joining us for the first time or you're jumping back in as a regular listener, thank you so much for choosing us. I think you are in for an app absolute treat. There's so much to take away from today's episode with Chris O'Connell. It's high energy, high impact and highly enjoyable to listen to this episode. Chris, who's been in the industry for 25 years, is now a very well-respected and admired non-exec director and leadership coach. And he also hosts his own podcast, which is the Purpose Led Leadership Podcast. We talk about a plethora of topics, um, including what does purpose-led leadership actually mean? Um, and how much he thinks that behave, hiring and sort of focusing on behaviours and mindset is the best way to create success, whether that's you listening as a recruiter and choosing your next employer or choosing which clients to work with um, or whether you're hiring people for your business. Uh, we also talk about, obviously, as we're setting ourselves out for 2023, who knows what the future holds? We we can only control our own controllables, can't we? So Chris gives us plenty of advice in terms of what leaders can do, but also what you as a listener can do to prepare yourself for success. And that includes your well-being and your physical and emotional and physiological well-being. And he gives us one of his best life hacks in terms of what he's been doing to create a better mindset for himself. So you are truly in for a treat we can't wait to hear what you uh, think of the episode thank you and remember to subscribe and to follow thank you so much this is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast and I am beyond thrilled and excited to launch 2023's season of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast with a guest that we have had on before. He's back in the archive if you want to go and scroll back up. But this is somebody that I'm hoping will be familiar to those who are very prominent and very into building the best mindset you know, looking at their personal development and basically just wanting to learn things from somebody who's been there and done it. This person probably needs no introduction, but I'm going to let him do that anyway. This is Chris O'Connell. Welcome back to you today, Chris. How are you? Leisha, thank you so much. I'm really well and absolutely honoured and humbled to be on for a second time. I'm, I'm delighted. Thank you for having me. And the first one of 2023 as well. Uh, absolutely. We're recording this while it's still 2022, but, but this will be going out in January 2023. So I'm hoping as you're listening to this now, you're feeling energised, you're feeling really motivated and you're feeling really ready to learn something from this episode, because I'm sure you are. But there might be somebody listening because we have got a global audience who don't actually know who you are and what you do. So can you give us a brief intro as to what you do? I'd love to. Yeah. 25 years of recruitment experience, five years at S3, the worldwide top biller there, making nearly a million, million quid a year, built teams, knocked it out of the park, loved it. Uh, left there, set up my own business in 2003, got up to 100 people, three offices, 14 awards, 25 million pound turnover, phenomenal business. Sold that through private equity, took some time out, 
had some difficulties with mental health, which I've been vocal about. Use that as a as a as a guide and fuel to come back into the sector. Now I'm a serial and seasoned and well referenced and well recommended NED. Got a great NED portfolio, podcast host, mental health advocate, and loving life basically. Absolutely. And you just, you know, and you're just all around lovely person. I think one of the things is I've got to know you over the last, it's only really been the last two and a half years, really, that you're just somebody that's happy to talk about the things that a lot of people will be <laughs> saying, particularly our audience who are leaders. You yeah. will say things that maybe others are thinking and feeling, but don't want to say your, your sense of vulnerability. I've gone all goosebumpy because it is absolutely you know, heartwarming, you know, mind blowing the things that you've shared. I mean, I've listened to a lot of you. You've been a you've you've obviously got your own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you've also been on plenty of people's across the spectrum. And you you you're always very consistent with what you talk about. So we're going to cover quite a lot today. So I do I do want to sort of crack on because one of the things that's your um I guess your strap line for baseline mm. is purpose led leadership and behaviors. Yeah. What do you yeah. actually mean by purpose led? Because it gets talked about all the time as a kind of yeah. possibly empty platitude so I just want to be clear as to what you mean by that and what yeah I think a, a lot of people think it's an empty platitude but having lived and breathed you know having all the material things being a multi-millionaire you know the car the watches the houses you know all the accolades I could ever have I didn't have a purpose back then and when I lost it all it forced me to look inward and look at my why and everyone says all oh, this why stuff's all fluffy but for me um if you haven't got a purpose you haven't got a direction you haven't got a direction you haven't got fulfillment you haven't got fulfillment you're one of these people, and there's probably 89% of the people or the population that, that go through the, the motions. They wake up, they do the work, they go home, they spend the money, and there's no reason behind it. So for me, purpose-led leadership is, is understanding what and why you're doing what you're doing, having a destination, and your, your purpose can evolve and it can move and it can shake. Making your decisions and basing your decisions on your values as well. As we know, recruitment companies, they love their values on their wall, on their website. Most of them are pretty much exactly the fucking same if I can swear so I just have sorry okay. um, um but until you really understand what your values are and you believe in them and you actually live and breathe them you, you, I don't think you can get that level of happiness and joy so for me purpose is is fundamental to your success and mm. if you get your purpose right you get your profit as well mm. yeah no I think the two are totally aligned to each other and I think if we'd have recorded this pre-pandemic Mm. there would have been a lot of eye rolling right I think that thing people's perspectives have changed and that and that goes for you leaders listening too in mm. that you've had to probably dig deeper than most people um you've had to steer your business through you know covid was un, unprecedented quite yes of we're now in a recession in, in a, officially in a recession which you know who knows what the long long-term impact will be on um, the economy but also in terms of your purposes and, and I like that you say that it's you know it's an, it can be an intangible thing but actually it's something that defines you as a leader yeah. what to pick up on there as well then is that you know you and I are both servicing the same industry both servicing recruitment industry mm. how important is it then for those leaders listening and then for any recruiters listening in terms of choosing a future employer to hire yeah. based on those purposes purpose, the purpose and the value yeah. Well, I think it's really important. We're, we're heading for a recession. I'm sure we're going to talk about that as well. And I, th I think that, you know, you've got to look after your existing customers, you've got to look after your existing employees. And, yeah. you know, when you're choosing an employer, I think that it's a bit like choosing a partner in a way. You know, if you keep making the same mistakes, it's, it's about what, what, why do you want to get into this relationship? You know, is it, you know, if you talk about relationships, is it, is it just for sex? Or do you want a long-term relationship? When you talk, when you talk about 
a business? Is it just for the money? And if it's just for the money, after a while, things can fall apart and you lose the fulfillment you end up leaving anyway and you have to start the whole thing again so if, ask questions of your employer ask questions of your employee and just get to know the human side of that person because there are businesses out there there are employees out there and there are employers out there that offer this 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 purpose this this growth this development and pay the good money as well so i think be curious ask questions if, if you're in an interview and the interviewee is not willing to answer your questions that's a red flag mm. Yeah, no, definitely. And the same goes either way. Yeah. I think it's, it's got to be a two-way process. I think that's I think that's that analogy will resonate with every human being listening. Mm. <laughs> um, because very often I think in recruitment, especially we've had a very buoyant, despite COVID, because it was propped up by furlough, we've had a very buoyant market for the last decade. I can say that as a rector that's done 20 years. Yeah. Um, you are about to witness an experience if you're if you've been in recruitment in the last if you've not been in recruitment pre to 2008 you are in for a shock. And mm-hmm. so being in an environment where you, are, you know, you believe in the purpose of the business and the vision of the leaders and yeah. the leader you've hired people in based on that, you will you will grit together and you will work through it because you will share yeah. that purpose, don't you? And I think it's having complementary and symbiotic value. Yeah. So yeah. you just hiring on ethics or whatever and then it no longer becomes a job or a transaction it becomes something that you actually enjoy and you, you go to work every day you get more fulfillment you end up then getting promoted and being part of it and it's 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 slow down to speed up money is important but when you actually do and i've done the research the reason why people join businesses is, is because they join the people but th- money is about third on the list it's all this other stuff and, and a lot of people don't believe me but it's absolutely true yeah no I totally agree with you you just shared that recently on LinkedIn about slow down to speed up yeah and I just thought oh, I'm stealing that at some point but it's obviously gone into the ether of my brain somewhere I do think in life that's a lesson every single person maybe it's because I'm getting older I'm heading towards the big yeah. five and I think you just naturally do slow down a little bit more but actually you are mm. so much more productive by doing that so that's a very good life lesson hack there from Chris is you, you are just full of wisdoms and I think yeah one of the- but also, sorry. sorry, just on that point, interrupt you a little bit there. Sorry, um, I think where people go wrong is they they they, they treat their uh, life as part of their career, but your career is part of your life. Mm. It's a big difference. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, oh, totally. I was going to say that that's <laughs> creating joy and contentment, and you've talked about joy. I think you've said the word joy twice already. And why isn't that something that we're all talking about? Why aren't we trying to create environments where we where we all experience joy because that's what the human experience should be about it's our default setting yes. like I, mean, I totally agree but when you start to quantify money as joy that's mm. when your money money can create happiness for a short term and it's really important don't get me wrong you have to have a relationship with money and it's really important but um there's other stuff out there that can give you that real higher level of purpose mm. and joy Definitely. That leads very nicely to the next question, really, which is, uh, you know, obviously your business is based mindset is to sort mm. of help people develop winning mindsets and successful mindsets. So what how much do you think behavior mindset does equate to success, particularly in recruitment? The Recruiters Recruitment Podcast is thrilled to be partnering with Inclusion Crowd. Inclusion Crowd put the D into diversity, but do it disruptively. We love that. Really reflecting what we're about. I was introduced to Inclusion Crowd back in 2020, and I've been absolutely blown away with what they're doing to totally transform the recruitment and hiring sector. They believe at Inclusion Crowd that companies should be reflective of society, and that no matter who you are listening now, 
you have a story to tell. You have a contribution to make. An inclusion crowd educates you in allowing your voice to come out and share that story, but doing it in a way that educates your colleagues and your customers equally. Inclusion Crowd, like the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, has clients all over the world and they specialise in our industry. What we all want to do together is to maintain best practice and to raise industry standards to enable us to attract and retain the best talent, but doing so inclusively and with true diversity. By doing this, by accomplishing a true EDI policy within your business, you will also retain the top talent as well as attract new talent, which is a win-win for everybody listening, making more profitable business and a much better industry, higher regard, highly regarded. Inclusion Crowd are also the official awarding body for the Inclusion and Diversity Certification Mark within recruitment. We are so proud to be assisting and partnering Inclusion Crowd. If you want to know more information, please click on the link in this episode and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you do so. Now, back to the episode. Well, actually, BASE stands for Behaviours, Attitudes, Skills and Experience. So I believe behaviours and attitudes are more important or just as important as skills and experience. Yeah, so that, and that's, that, that was the fundamental core value and the reason why I set up the business, because I've, I've hired people with enormous amount of skills and experience. Don't get me wrong, skills and experience are really, really important. But unless you've got that right work ethic, behaviours, attitudes and mindset, it doesn't matter how skilled you are, how experienced you are, you're not going to succeed. And then, so on that basis, if we're thinking about behaviors, do you think that there are core things? You used a word before that I don't think is talked about enough. You know, in recruitment, you have to be resilient and you have to be a natural salesperson. Curiosity is undervalued as a a Mm. skill and as a behavior that we should all be looking at seeking. Yeah. I mean, when I I interview someone, I, I, my, my assessment is more often than not based on the questions that they ask as opposed to the answers they give. And I think when someone's asking me questions, A, they're showing an interest and B, that they've got a willingness to learn. And yeah. it's the same with anything. You know, when I start to ask questions, even on my, even on the post that I make on, on LinkedIn, you're, you're asking for feedback. You're asking for a conversation. And that's, and that's, how, you, that's how you generate, you know, uh, relationships. That's how you build relationships. So curiosity is really important. But I think also accountability and self-awareness is really important as, as a leader and 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 a, as an employer looking for an employee you know you want someone to be humble enough to understand that they're weak in some areas and willing to learn so I think self-awareness accountability and curiosity you know as you say if we said the, these things five years ago we laughed at but believe me the world has changed more in the last five years than it has in the last 50 I think on, on, yeah, on, on, on what makes a good leader and a good employee and a good employer it's totally transformed and it's and and to me it's creating a much kinder calmer more creative space and i'm talking specifically yeah. recruitment of course and i do think i mean I've, i'm i'm 24 years into recruitment now and it's transformed i mean just short of you um, <laughs> we both started recruiting when we were at primary school um <laughs> it's, it's definitely i think if i'd have said that at the start of my rectorate career you know i'm looking for you know I'm, this is who i am and I'm, I'm curious and it wasn't about sales i'd have been left out of the park so i think i do think it's right and i think self-awareness mm. is something that a lot of people don't have and yes. think they have but this is in context so for leaders it's how you deliver feedback 
it's you know being yeah. enough to ask for constructive feedback taking it on board yes. it, and being prepared to give it as well yeah absolutely and it's 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 not asking somebody to do something you're not prepared to do yourself as well and i think it's understanding that as a leader um you are serving your people you really you really are if you give them the support tools direction and guidance mm. you know they'll, they'll give you that in space and i think sometimes it's knowing what hat to wear when and to whom sometimes you have to be kind sometimes you have to give them a bit of a rocket up the arse but yeah. it's about appropriate um approaches isn't it and a one-size-fits-all approach never works but i i always say manage the individual not the team everyone's slightly different aren't they and it's, a good leader can understand that it's like parenting you wouldn't parent yeah. the same way would you so no. are you going back going back to that comment you just i just picked up on a word there are you talking about are you recommending servant leadership yeah absolutely yeah. I, think, I think i think i think these days i think i think you have to ha you have to be a leader and uh, someone someone said to me on, on one of my posts as well it's all about managing the pro manage the process and think falls into place yes you have to have the process mm. but unless you're in tune with it on a human level with um with your people then yeah you have to have the soft skills but the processes are important as well definitely. yeah no i totally agree and i we have we've had a guest on previously i can't remember who it was now but we talked the whole the whole episode was about servant leadership so so mm. so sorry to that guest i can't remember who it is that's very, rude, <laughs> very 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 rude of me so i mean you know your experience as a non-exec director you will have plenty of leaders approaching you i'm we haven't prepared for this question but i'm just curious when wow. you're assessing whether you're the right person to support them in their business do you mm. use these behaviors to assess whether yeah. oh, absolutely. So as in, do you walk away from companies and go look you're not self-aware enough for me you know you've not got the right 100 percent. i mean without sort of being too big-headed you know because of the work i've done on linkedin and my my success i am approached quite a lot every single week and i have lots of calls and i call it, I call it a discovery session and very quickly as you as you might imagine 25 years i've interviewed thousands and thousands of people so i've got a good inkling of what someone is about and if they're showing me signs of blame pointing fingers not taking accountability i would tell them straight and i say look unless we start unless we can make an agreement where you change this 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 and this i don't think we're a match and i think that's a really really powerful thing to do and it's a difficult thing to do um particularly if you're in a position where you need the business but yeah. i'm telling you if you took that if you needed the business you took that business on you know more pain headaches and problems than you would do if you just didn't take the business on and there's someone else behind that that would come in and, and so I think I think it's about whatever role you're in it goes back to that purpose and that and that and, the, and those and those values you know try sure. to avoid getting into those situations I and mean, look at the red flags and and walk away yeah and and you know what? I'm I'm so pleased that I've asked you that question because we can pick up this and you can put that in context if you're listening now and you've got a client that's making you feel uncomfortable oh my god with toxicity you're getting candidates getting no feedback they're not self-aware enough in the interview to sort of see it as a two-way process it could be that you're, you've had a one-to-one -one with your leader and they've not given you constructive feedback yeah. and blaming or blaming or you've got a recruiter who's maybe not performing but they're blaming the market and not looking at what mm. they so actually I think that that is a golden nugget of how yeah. to sort of be aware of what's a symbiotic relationship whether it's a client a, a, an employee or a leader in, in business and in life but what i will say is that this is going to sound a bit paradoxical don't take it personally because that it's a reflection on them not on you even at my level i'm an nED i've got 15 different businesses that i'm kind of they're kind of running i've got i've had a couple of clients very very recently that have treated me like shit or or, or they've been very toxic even even though i'm this kind of like guy and what i'm saying it can happen to anybody 
and I, and, I, and I was very, very strong, and I walked away from a couple of them. And it, I think it, it, it's agnostic. It doesn't matter how senior you are, how much experience you've got. Yeah. You're going to encounter this stuff, whether it's jealousy or, or yeah. fear or pain, yeah. but try not to take it personally. No, I, I think that's really good advice. And look, I mean, I'm I'm responding to this as somebody who is older and has experienced more life. I think you gain more of a, and I'm going to swear now, which I don't think I've very often done. I don't give a <laughs> mentality. I think you do gain yeah. that more as you get older in life, throws stuff at you. But if you're listening to this and you're, you know, quite new in your career and, but you're feeling that you've got the courage and conviction to do that, actually it's doing it in a way where it's professional. I think that's really important. It's never personal. Yeah. Don't Absolutely. use it personally, but also be professional in how you're then sort of professing why you're not going to progress forward with whether it's an interview, mm. whether it's a client. Really, that's really, really valuable. Now, we said at the start of this interview that we're going to be launching this for 2023. So I don't know if you've got a crystal ball in that beautiful house of yours. But <laughs> what do you think leaders need to be preparing for for 2023 to ensure that they not only survive, but thrive through whatever the economy throws at us? We are so proud to be partners of Needy, the gifting revolution. Here at Key Recruitment, we absolutely love to send out bespoke gifts to our new place candidates to welcome them in their new jobs, but also as an extra special thank you to clients or when a team is celebrating something really special. But to be honest, we were really fed up with dull or mediocre gifts that you could just buy on the high street that didn't really reflect who we are at Key Recruitment as a business. This is why we chose Needy. Needy source sustainably from the UK's best independent businesses, offering the most perfect array of bespoke gifts and experiences too. So no more boring bottles of plonk or rubbish boxes of chocolates. This is how you make your customers day with a gift that really matters and shows that you really want to do something special for them. For more information on how psychology and AI forming to make the best gift experience for you, click on the link and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when ordering. Now, back to the episode. Well, it's a really good question. I, I think it goes back to the word curiosity. What I mean by that is, I, I, I would, I would be asking my my existing customers what are their pain points, going to meet them, asking more questions. Um, so we're all trying to get new business, but let's look after what we do have at the moment. I think that's a really, really important point. But also our colleagues as well, not just our customers. Collaborate. If you haven't done this kind of thing before, ask the most junior members of staff for ideas. Ask the most senior members of staff. Have a bit of a united front to this because actually bringing people in, getting their perspective can create harmony, can create, you know, collaboration and, and, and new ideas. But also, you know, I've talked about customer service, but some people don't like the phrase personal branding. I think it's so important that whether you call it personal branding or whatever you call it, that you promote yourself, yourself as an individual as much as you can. Get that video out there. People are going to buy from people and it could be the difference. In, in a difficult year or two ahead, if you're, if you're being a bit vulnerable, you're being, I've, the majority of the business I've won yeah. hasn't just been because of my, 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 my experience. Like I won a piece of business, a massive piece of business in New York last week because I commented about parental alienation on LinkedIn and I showed my vulnerability and the guy was like, wow, I want to get you on board. So it's all that kind of stuff. It's that human stuff. And 
I know that sounds a bit, again, that doesn't sound very specific, but I no, think you, you can have all the protests. I can tell you to work harder. I can tell you, to, I, I, I can do, I can do all the operational stuff, but I actually think it's more of the human getting in touch and being personal. Well, I couldn't have asked you to come up with a better answer than that because you were talking to the original, I will just share everything. I yeah. think, but, I'm not, but I want to say this with a caveat because I'm very, very aware that not everybody is happy to share personal stuff like you have. I mean, you and I yeah. probably shared equal stories. You know, I've to, I've talked about my daughter getting bullied. I've talked about me being a, single, a solo yeah, parent. Yeah, have, yeah. My husband coming out as gay. I've talked about my sobriety. I've talked about my first divorce when my husband had left me when I was 24. You know, so, I, but not a lot of people want to share that. And we're not saying you share or air all your, what you know, your dirty thing, but talk about how you're feeling. You yes. can talk about an experience or a situation, but I absolutely cannot, you know, emphasize enough that what Chris has just said there is your recipe for success on certainly on LinkedIn it's going to become even more powerful in 2023 and as leaders don't think you're immune to using your personal brand out there it can still be consistent with what your company's sharing but it's mm. if you're not at, if you're not putting yourself out there you will yes. it will be who are you yes and just on that point as well I think that Stop, try and have a morning routine. What, what I mean by that is get yourself right first so you can serve the others. So right. what I'm trying to say is in a very difficult climate, if your mindset's all over the place or you're not eating right, you're not exercising, it's like actually start with yourself and then you can you can, you can can help other people. Okay, well, that, well that, this could not be like better scripted, but it's not, guys. We are okay. going to talk about well-being and I, I'm absolutely definitely not going to do this, but I know that you're one of the followers of this ice water sort of mindset breathing talk to us about yes. it started it in 2022 yeah this crazy notion that it's brilliant for you but i'm being really <laughs> facetious oh, it's just because i oh, have tried God. it and i'm like Whoa. talk oh. to us about the benefits of what? what you've been doing we briefly interrupt this chat on the recruiters recruitment podcast to introduce to you our partnership with vincere the recruitment operating system Vincheri is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe. A single tech platform that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach all under one roof. This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with Vincheri because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincheri.io and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat. Up until me doing it, I was like, yeah, I literally, I couldn't like, I couldn't have a cold drink, let alone a cold shower, a cold bath. <laughs> so I was thinking, um, but I mean, I started off, I started off with a cold shower, like lasted four seconds. I, 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 I saw the Wim Hof stuff and I saw that and that, and then actually I, after having a cold shower, I felt a lot more energy, kind of like a spark. I felt, I felt like my, my mind clear. Then it got to 10 seconds, I got to 20 seconds. And then I saw, and I saw the documentary of Wim Hof and I thought, I'm going to give this a go. Got one of those ice baths, jumped in it, got my feet in there for about five seconds, jumped out again. Then I got to my knees. Then I got to my, below my 
you know, and each time, and now I jump in there, I last about two minutes, I'm building myself up. Every time I've done it, I come out there like literally bouncing. My energy's three times higher. It's like having an all body workout. I've got, I think, I think my body shape's improved. My mindset's improved and it's not easy. But for me personally, if ever I'm feeling a bit cloudy, a bit negative or a bit down, I jump in there and literally it all dissipates. It's not for everybody. I'm not going to jump on my soapbox and so, but for me personally, and the research is building that there isn't a negative to doing it. No, no. I'm, and I was being deliberately facetious at the start. <laughs> I know I actually watched the Wim Hof, um, the one yeah. way it was all like Gabby. But, yeah, it's brilliant. Like, actually, isn't it? it was, uh, it was so emotional it was the most, if you haven't watched it, I don't know if it's still available on iPlay, but it was absolutely remarkable. And, you know, I think that it's something that's achieved, you know, it's free to do. Mm. Uh, I've I've researched a lot and I'm actually researching it into in context of perimenopause because right. there's a lot, there's a lot of things that I'm a perimenopausal woman. There'll be a lot of people listening, going through menopause or knowing people that are going through it. You know, this is for men to listen to, to this bit, but actually, you know, things like intermittent fasting, there are things that we can yeah. do to diminish um, not just taking HRT, but to diminish the effects on our bodies. And actually, I think that potentially this this method could be very beneficial to women yeah. who are going through perimenopause because it is to do with your. It's all, all about hormone balance, yes. and it's around um, sort of that physical well being as well. And I think the fact that you said that it's. Did you say off camera that it can aid weight loss as well? Yeah, it does. It burns fat, it freezes fat, and also it, it removes all your toxins as well. So I, th- I think if you actually research the benefits of it. There's, there's there's like eight amazing benefits the ones you've just talked about wasn't aware of course it's and don't get me wrong it's it's not for the faint-hearted believe me today was like the hard i did it this morning it was it, it was almost getting harder each time but i think i think it, i think it's like it's a bit like i didn't do my two minutes today but i did about a minute and a half for me it's something if i do a little bit each day it's consistently I'm... every day isn't it it's like it's like working out you know when i started doing hits six years ago i literally nearly died doing five minutes Right. Um, I've only just started yoga in 2022 I had to because I got right. injury and I do yoga and, I, and I'm building myself up and I'm, I'm now doing intermediate levels so it but it's that compound effect every single day so I think that it's a really amazing end to this episode because having the best well-being and you know it's that old cliche that if you don't look after yourself and you don't put on your own oxygen mask first yeah. as a leader you cannot give to anybody else but if you're listening to this and you're not a leader but you've got a family or you're a team leader or something like that or even if you're just running a desk you can't give to anyone else if you're not giving right. to yourself first i think that's right i think i think the employer has a duty of care and responsibility to provide the well-being tools and signposts and people and the courses and help but ultimately you can take a horse to water kind of thing. You can't force it to drink. It's ultimately down to you as an individual to apply yourself and take the action. You can't, you can't be pointing fingers at everybody else because of the recession, because of the economy, because of my, my brother, my sister, my employer. Ultimately, it's down to you. It is. Oh, well, we could not end that on a better sentence. Thank you so much. But there is so much to take away from this. There, there, there's going to be an awful lot of activity on this. So thank you so much. And we wish you all the best for 2023. Keep us posted on your ice bucket sort of challenge you getting on with that every day and we really appreciate you joining us on the recruiters recruitment podcast always a pleasure thanks so much